0: This is Weather Jazz. Here's your host, Andre Bernier. This is episode number 107 for Tuesday, May 12th, 2020. Hi, everybody. Winter is over. For those of you who listen in Ohio, uh, this is really specifically directed toward you, and that is this. After a series of really interesting and rare records, uh, we're going to put away the wintertime mode here. And uh, this will happen pretty quickly over the course of the next several days. We're going to go from that cold pattern, which really, uh, the, the exclamation point of which occurred yesterday may the 11th and we're going to put that away we're going to go into a summary mode a pre-summer mode and those of you that listen in the western united states will put away the heat and cool down for a little while and uh, you're going to share some of that heat with the eastern united states and that's a good thing well let's talk about some of those records may 11th we had a record low temperature of 33 degrees we also had a record low maximum temperature or record cold maximum temperature and that was 45 degrees and uh, another record associated with that record cold maximum is the fact this is the latest date that the temperature has been held to 45 and under heading into the summer months. And on top of that, we also ended up with two-tenths of an inch of snow on May 11th at Hopkins Airport, and uh, that was just the tip of the iceberg. There were some places uh, out in the high ground in the snow belt that picked up a couple of inches of some very, very wet snow yesterday morning. Now, why is that significant, May 11th, two tenths of an inch? It is this. This is the latest uh, recorded date in Hopkins Airport history since records began at the airport that they have uh, seen measurable snowfall. Uh, And it was much earlier in May until then uh, and until yesterday. May the 11th now comes as the official uh, last date and the latest date on which snowfall occurred uh, during any season. And uh, as I mentioned on WKJA, and by the way, I do weather Right now on WKJA-FM, 91.9 FM, it's a new Christian radio station uh, that uh, has gone on the air as of February the 14th. And uh, the studios are in Barberton, and uh, their focus is the uh, Southwest Quadrant of the Cleveland area, and uh, and really the focus is on Medina County, Wayne County, Northern Summit County, huge signal. But you don't need uh, to be in the area to listen to WKJA. You can just tune online. And that's what I do here in Geauga County. We're right on the edge of the B-grade signal. And you can go online at heartfeltradio.com. Dot com heartfeltradio.com and uh, that's where I listen to uh, from here in Geauga County and uh, so it doesn't matter where you live you can live in uh, Seattle you can live in Brisbane, Australia and you can listen in naturally uh, you're going to have to uh, Find out what time the morning show uh, starts in your area, in your time zone, just in case you're listening worldwide. Uh, here in the Eastern time zone, Eastern Daylight Time, the morning show starts at 6 a.m. and goes until 9 o'clock with Mark Zimmerman. I worked with Mark for a long time uh, at uh, another radio station here in Cleveland, and uh, I think it's just great that uh, Mark... Landed on his feedback and radio because he just loves his job as a morning show uh, and program producer. Okay, well, the reason for all of that, and uh, I I really digressed, but I talked about the fact that on WKJA that – Uh, We actually, here in northeast Ohio, and Cleveland specifically, are running a deficit. Now, we're done for the snow season as of yesterday. I don't foresee uh, another opportunity for snow. We're done now until either late October or sometime in November, I suspect. We'll find out. Uh, But we're done. And so as we close out the snow season or the winter season, we are down almost three feet. We're three feet below normal uh, compared to a normal or average year, which is right around 60 inches, plus or minus a little bit. So we're down quite a bit. We did not see a lot of snow this year. And yet it was this year that we ended up seeing the latest snowfall measurable snowfall in Cleveland history 2020 May 11th. Uh, let it be etched in the uh, in the annals of your weather memories forever although uh, Scott Sable and I uh, often say that weather memories are just so flawed uh, that uh, we we probably won't remember this uh, next year especially if the weather's any different. okay. Uh, all of that to transition into today's program. Uh, episode 107 is focusing on some of the books that I've been reading. Naturally, with the uh, the, the uh, season in which we're spending a lot of time in our homes, has uh, really opened up a lot of books. I've had. Um, Some books that were given to me as uh, as some friends have sent and uh, others that I've been listening to as audio podcasts using Libby, uh, which is an app tied to your library card. So you can actually borrow audio books electronically from home. The library doesn't even need to be open, which is very, very cool. And I'm currently. I've just started picking up another book. Uh, I'll tell you about those three in particular because uh, this is the subject of today's podcast. The three books I'm going to give you a book report, kind of, sort of, and so that uh, if uh, you're looking for a, a a book to read, you may want to pick one of these up or not, dependent on. What I have to say about them. Now, the first book I'm going to share with you is a book that was sent to me from a very dear friend in northeastern Vermont. Uh, and uh, Victoria sent me this this book um, and she found it at her local uh, bookstore. And uh, the the local bookstore is Green Mountain Books and Prints, and uh, they they carry new used and rare books. It's on Broad Street in Lindenville, Vermont, in in northeast uh, Vermont, and an area of the country that uh, is uh, very, uh, very much known as the Northeast Kingdom. Uh, In Vermont, if you say you're from the Northeast Kingdom, everybody knows it's from that little northeast corridor uh, in Vermont, Lindenville, St. Johnsbury, and up towards Jay Peak and Newport, all part of the Northeast Kingdom, at any rate. The book is called The Invention of clouds, and it's by Richard Hamblin. He has a number of books uh, that revolve around uh, research, scientific research, uh, especially in meteorology, but the subtitle is interesting. It says, How an Amateur Meteorologist Forged the Language of the Skies. And uh, it is a book, uh, let's see, I'm I'm opening up the book now. It goes all the way up to uh, a relatively small print, 253 pages. So it's a a fairly decent read. I read about a chapter a day once I got going. I will warn you that, uh, at least initially, Richard Hamblin has a way of capturing the essence of what it was like to live in the late 1700s and early 1800s. And what he does is he follows a gentleman by the name of Luke Howard. And Luke Howard is the one essentially responsible for naming, naming all of the clouds that we have uh, today uh, for all intents and purposes. Uh, those clouds like cumulus clouds, cirrus clouds, alto cumulus, circulus, stratus, nimbus, all of them. Uh, have their roots in something that Richard Hamblin actually uh, unveiled to the public with a series of lectures, which back in London, he lived in the London area. And uh, in that era of time, in the early 1800s, Science lectures were huge. In fact, they were much more popular than the theater, for instance. You would go and listen to the latest uh, scientists uh, talk about some of the things that uh, they were working on. Whatever it, it was to advance the cause of science, the people of London were just eating it up. Uh, back around 1800 plus. And so uh, Luke Howard, I will tell you this much, uh, uh, initially uh, go through the, the first chapter, chapter or two, go through it slowly uh, because you really are drawn into the world as it was right around 1800. And uh, one of the things... I will tell you from the get-go, of Luke Howard's upbringing is that he learned Latin. Boy, does that sound familiar in terms of the names of the clouds? Uh, Cumulus comes from the Latin word that means heap. And cumulus, humulus, which is a subgroup of the main cumulus group, Means humble heap, so a cumulus cumulus cloud is a very small cumulus cloud it 's a humble heap, uh, and so the derivative of virtually every cloud type that we know of, whether you know it or not, comes from the Latin reason being uh, Luke Howard uh, really studied a Latin and knew Latin very well and kind of figured that this would be a good way to go to To rate the clouds and to name them because the naming nomenclature of things like the genus and species of various animals, that comes from Latin as well. It seemed to be, at least at that time, a universal language. It's uh, not so much anymore, although Latin certainly is still very much studied today uh, because so many of our our English words come from a Latin root. So uh, that is the start of the invention of clouds. And once you got going, uh, it was just fascinating because it was amazing to to, uh, read about how much Um, how much was involved in the naming of the clouds and how much of being in the right place at the right time with the right people behind you mattered. In that world, Uh, did he have some competition in naming the clouds? And the answer was yes. There were some people that did not want to use Latin, for instance, as a basis for naming the clouds. And so he had a little competition. But because he was in the right place at the right time and had the right people uh, paying attention to his lectures, uh, he was suddenly propelled. And I do mean suddenly propelled almost overnight as a result of one particular uh, lecture that he had uh, done in London that night, into the uh, convention of naming the clouds. It's a great book. Again, I recommend you reading it, digesting it slowly, uh, not to read it all in one sitting. That's just my recommendation and how I did it. Uh, I digested one chapter at a time and would put the book away and just think about that chapter before going on to the next because it really, really enriched the rest of the book as we went along. So my special thanks to Victoria for sending me the book. Uh, It was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Second book, which I uh, listened to as an audio book, is a book called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. And the subtitle on that one is Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams. Now, I listened to this one as an audiobook, as I mentioned, uh, from Libby, which is the app associated with my library card. I would imagine as soon as I mention this, uh, you're going to go on the waiting list for this book. There is a waiting list. I waited uh, probably about three or four weeks uh, for this book to become available to me. It was a three-week loan, and I finished it in three weeks. Uh, Here is uh, just a word of caution. Unless you listen to the book at 1.25 or 1.5 or 1.75 speed, uh, it's going to take you, in real time, 13 hours and 52 minutes to listen to the book. So if you have a long commute, this would be a great book. And I'll tell you what, it's rich. It is absolutely rich with details on sleep I had never known before and also the importance of sleep and why sleep is so important and how our sleep changes with age and a lot of the latest research that's going on. Uh, Here is a word of caution for those of you that are uh, faith-driven and are creationists as I am. Uh, The author, uh, Dr. Walker, brings uh, into the weeds, so to speak, especially in the early chapters uh, a lot about evolution, and uh, and so you just have to kind of w- wade through that. I wasn't sure if I could at first because there was so much initially that the author brought in and just making all kinds of uh, assumptions, and, and you really have to make assumptions in order to bring evolution into the, the conversation. In fact, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, Dr. Walker actually contradicted himself uh, at least once or twice um, in the book and pointing to creation as the as the means by which sleep uh, came to be in uh, all species. So as long as you're cautious with that and uh, you're able to weed through it or, or wade through it rather – uh, I was eventually because he got out of that and, and started really focusing on a lot of the research. And I'll tell you one thing that I kept saying. Uh, I would listen to this in my power walk up and down my street uh, getting exercise. And uh, there were so many times I would have my, uh, my Apple AirPods in my ear. Listening to the book and listening to all of the data and all of the phenomenal research about sleep and just how complex it is that I literally, with my AirPods in, nobody else was around me, uh, I would literally say out loud, we are. Are fearfully and wonderfully made, uh, and uh, that is uh, from Psalm one thirty nine, uh, if my memory serves me right. And uh, but but it just goes to show you how phenomenally creative and wonderful we were designed. Uh, and so, if you're able to to do that, it's it's a pretty decent book. And you can glean lots of great information. And you'll also walk away in the very tail end. You'll walk away with the appreciation of how important sleep is. When I worked on the morning show at Fox 8 WJW television, uh, I had a split sleep schedule. It was about three hours in the afternoon and three or four hours at night. And that's all I got. And uh, by the end of the book, I now uh, appreciate so much more my sleeping in one chunk, which is very important. And the average is about eight hours, plus or minus. And uh, nowadays, I get about seven and a half, eight hours of sleep, and it feels great. When I switched to the evening uh, shift back in, oh, my goodness, I, I think it was in 2007 in May. And uh, so I've been I've been on uh, the evening side now for 13 years Uh, that first week or two or three after sliding over to evenings, I felt like I was 10 years younger. And uh, this will explain a lot of the reasons why. Sleep is very, very important. And uh, so if you're on one of those strange schedules uh, out there and uh, you work a midnight shift or whatever, uh, just know ahead of time, you probably already know this just, just from how you feel. It's important to get seven or eight hours of straight sleep, and uh, it's important to, to actually schedule that in. Don't jip yourself when it comes to sleep. Sleep is uh, part of the way that our bodies uh, go through a, a kind of maintenance. And um, this book will tell you very specifically uh, about that maintenance. So that's my second book review. Here's my third book review, which is, is the only partial one because I just started it. And uh, – This is um, Mike Lindell's brand new book. You may have seen his commercials recently. Um, I've been watching them on the Fox News channel, and uh, he is talking about his book, What Are the Chances? What are the chances? And there's a good reason that that book is called that. I'm going to leave you in suspense and let you pick up the book. I've only uh, gone through the first five chapters. They're short chapters. Uh, there are a lot of chapters in it. So um, essentially, I have essentially just started the book. So uh, it would not be fair to give you an assessment other than the fact that so far it has been intriguing. This is a man who uh, essentially should be dead. Um, many times over. Yet, s- miraculously, he has survived a number of things already, and uh, some of the other things I've yet to read uh, in the future of the book. But uh, Mike Lundell, uh, just in case you're not familiar, uh, is the My Pillow guy. He's the guy who invented the My Pillow, and uh, uh, Mike used to be a cocaine addict. Used to be because he has been delivered from that miraculously. I watched Mike uh, talk about his testimony at Liberty University when my son was going there um, from uh, 2015 until he graduated in uh, 2019 uh, last year. And uh, uh, Mike spoke at uh, Liberty University convocation twice while Noah was there. In uh, the most recent time uh, was when Noah was a senior, and when Mike spoke, he brought. Now get this: this is how how amazingly generous this man is. Mike brought twenty thousand my pillows and gave one away to each and every single student. He wanted them to sleep well. And um, in ad- addition to that, apparently, uh, I, from what I understand, they had the world's largest pillow fight afterwards. Every student brought their pillow uh, outside uh, to the courtyard, and they had uh, a 20,000-student uh, body pillow fight <laughs> Uh, very, very tongue in cheek, and, and it just looked like a lot of fun uh, out on the courtyard of uh, the campus of Liberty University. So, Mike's a good guy. In fact, I've, I've got a great idea for a podcast for him, and and perhaps that'll be the uh, uh, this topic for another. Episode of Weather Jazz um, is I've got a a great idea for a podcast for people trying to get to sleep or or trying to listen to something soothing to fall asleep to, um, and uh, there are some pretty good ones out there, but every single one of them, as far as I can tell up to this point, uh, ha- has a an issue or problem, and that again will be the subject for another place and another time, which brings me to my idea. I'm developing it now. I'm working on a new podcast that will hopefully do just that. And who knows, maybe even Mike Lindell will catch word of it and contact me. Uh, Maybe we can partner up together and uh, make this podcast one of the best uh, sleeping or or encouraging-to-sleep podcasts uh, in the whole wide world. That would be very, very cool. All right, that's uh, uh, my review so far. Two complete reviews, one incomplete review, and maybe I'll finish that up as soon as I finish Mike's book. Uh, maybe I'll do another book, book review on that uh, when I am done. Enjoy the coming turnaround temperature-wise. Um, by the end of the week, while we do pay the price here in Ohio of some unsettled weather, At least temperatures are going to be in the 70s. And uh, the following week, we could even go into the 80s a few times. Now, doesn't that sound nice? Wow. It's been a long time coming. And uh, who knows, maybe even summer will stay and we won't get an interruption of that. Have a wonderful day ahead, a wonderful week. Stay well, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next go around right here on Weather Jazz.